This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. We're broadcasting from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, sharing the glory of God and the salvation given to us through our Lord Jesus Christ and celebrating God's mercy, His compassion, and His love during this first week of Lent. Uh, My next guest is a regular contributor to Real Presence Live. He is the Bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Please welcome uh, Bishop John Quinn. Bishop Quinn, thanks for coming back to Real Presence Radio. Oh, Father Tim, this is a great blessing for me, not only as we've begun that holy season of Lent, but especially to be able to be interviewed by you uh, as you know, we're, I'm very proud of you being an alumnus of Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary uh, and of St. Mary's University. So it's a pleasure uh, to once again speak with you, but also that you're a priest of God. What a blessing. Well, Bishop, I often uh, think of some of the teachings you've given me in my own life and priestly ministry. And uh, whenever I think that I'm getting a little too slick, in my priestly ministry, I'm reminded that grace slides right off a slick. So don't, yeah, it's better to be a humble beggar in, at the feet of the Lord than to be uh, someone who thinks they have it all figured out. And, and God will always uh, gently or, or quickly, swiftly remind us that he is the Lord of heaven and earth and we are merely his servants. So Bishop Quinn, just so grateful for you. Um, just to share with our listeners some encouragement during the season of Lent as we just celebrated um, this Sunday, Jesus' time of prayer and fasting in the desert, uh, facing those temptations. And as I reminded my parishioners this last week, uh, we too will be tempted during the season of Lent, whether it's to, uh, you know, kind of lighten ourselves and our spiritual resolutions or uh, perhaps have a big cheeseburger on a Friday or something like that. That would uh, violate our Lenten resolve and disciplines. Uh, You know, Bishop, what does Lent look like for you for a bishop? You know, our listeners may have their their own practices, their own devotions. What what do bishops do during Lent? Well, I'll be honest with you, I think very much like all of our people, uh, we commit ourselves to uh, fasting, and in many forms of fasting, certainly, you know, with food um, and reducing what we eat, maybe reducing also any kind of sweets, uh, reducing that uh, as a way to hunger more for the Eucharist and for the Lord and to experience, you know, the, the hunger that the Lord experienced uh, in the desert. But also fasting, maybe from being too quick to make a judgment, fasting from criticism, Fasting from, you know, um, getting too preoccupied with ourselves and with uh, private time. And then also I find it a wonderful opportunity for increased devotion, particularly Mm -hmm. the Stations of the Cross. And uh, I do ask all of my priests here to spend an hour each day before the Blessed Sacrament. And uh, if that, you know, sometimes can be difficult because our priests are very busy, but uh, in my life too. But to make sure I really, not just committed to that hour, but to be there personally um, Mm. and to do it 
with a, a willingness and a desire so that the next time I celebrate the Eucharist, uh, whether that be the next day or later in the day, that I'm really entering more into the death and resurrection of the Lord. So I think what it really is, is like a good time of intense um, relationship building with the triune God. I, I often think of Lent as a big car wash, get all my dirt off, uh, get the interior cleaned up, uh, freshen up, because the joy of Easter should once again overwhelm me. So my my Lent, I suspect, Father Tim, is like everybody else's, and not to backslide. You know, that's a beautiful reminder, Bishop, of, uh, you know, the 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 disciplines for Lent, for prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, they're, they're for the whole church. They're they're for bishops, they're for lay people, they're for priests, they're for people of all vocations. That, And in our own individual ways, perhaps if, so, if a person is elderly, they're, they're not as mobile, but they can still participate in the devotional life uh, in their own particular ways. I have parishioners, and I know you've had this in your own priestly life, Bishop, that are uh, that are into their hundred, you know, hundred and two years old, but uh, and they may they may already have a very rich uh, devotional life. And then I ask them, "What are you going to do for Lent this year?" And they they say, "Well, I'm going to really pour more on, you know, more prayer, more <laughs> more chaplets, more rosaries, more devotions." And what a beautiful okay. testimony and expression. Yesterday, Bishop, I was meditating on the scripture passage from St. Paul in Corinthians where he says, athletes deny themselves all sorts of things to win a perishable crown. And here we are in March Madness, you know, their regional, state, and, and national uh, basketball competitions and things. And, of course, we, we admire the athletes, men and women, who, who have conditioned themselves to be in, in good physical shape so that they can uh, go to the test of time and really be successful and, and win the championship. You know, our spiritual life is, is not all that different, is it, Bishop? Like, we do have to uh, get into self-denial. Uh, we train ourselves, but rather than hitting the weight room, we're, we're hitting our knees at, at the Adoration Chapel, or, or we're praying, we're, we're, we're putting, bringing ourselves in the presence of God at Holy Mass, and, and then even through our daily living, uh, trying to grow in faith, hope, and charity through the exercise of these disciplines. You know, why is it good for us, Bishop, to give up something or to add something to our daily lives during Lent. You know, some people say, well, I do a lot already. I'm I'm good enough. Uh, Is that good enough, Bishop? No, because the capacity to receive from God is a a capacity that continues to grow. It will be part of our our life uh, with God in heaven to receive the beauty, the truth, the love of the triune God. Uh, there will never be a a limited capacity. And so in this world and in the world to come, there has to be a desire on our part to receive an openness, a preparation for that. So what I find in this world, um, and again, always we do things imperfectly, but we try and do them better each time, um, is that my heart has to be more attuned to uh, the Lord, especially the scriptures, the celebration of Mass, my care for the poor, for the people who are sick. In other words, it's an unending capacity to grow more deeply to love as Jesus Christ loves. 
So while I may be doing many good things, and no doubt about it, the Lord is pleased with that, but it's like any athlete, you can always do more. You can grow. You can uh, grow in your capacity for the gospel. So I I see Lent as uh, not only a retreat for the whole world, for the whole Church throughout the world, but especially in our lives, uh, to grow in that uh, hunger for God. You know, that's one of the things about fasting, Father Tim, as you mentioned it. You know, when I really fast, if I am fasting, um, I do begin to feel uh, some hunger pains mm-hmm. where I want that cheeseburger mm-hmm. and I want that uh, slice of pizza or, you know, it's getting late at night and I feel the capacity I could eat something else. And that's the time when I really have found in my life uh, and to make the choice, not for the food, but perhaps for the presence of God. Uh, and those are those are challenging moments. I mean, they really are, because uh, you've been working all day, and you've had a, a dinner, and then four or five hours later, you feel some hunger pains. And, mm. you know, I keep thinking what it must be like for the people in the Ukraine, um, where they don't even have, you know, fresh water and, and the hungers that they have. So I also find, if I'm not in a selfish mood, I can unite myself not only to the hunger that Christ had in the desert, but to so many people who are actually hungry, and for me to experience that, and to allow myself to let the Lord enter my life, and to really fill me with what I desire, and that's certainly not just food. That's a beautiful reminder, too, Bishop. Uh, This past Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, uh, the Holy Father, Pope Francis, uh, encouraged the Universal Church to unite their their prayer and fasting on Ash Wednesday, a Universal Fast Day, uh, for us to unite that with those people in Ukraine who are suffering uh, really the pangs of warfare in addition to all the disruption of the, the needs of human life. And in our own first world experience here in the United States, um, albeit at times we have our own setbacks, um, you really, we have so much abundance, and so for us to voluntarily enter into denying ourselves certain good things um, is a way for us to really unite ourselves in love uh, with the people that are in need. Bishop, what, what would you say to one of our listeners who say, I get so discouraged during uh, some of my Lenten resolutions, what kind of spiritual uh, encouragement can you provide for them, for those who maybe at times uh, feel overwhelmed? Oh, gosh, I do. And first of all, uh, I think that's a reality for everyone, where as we try and live uh, for Christ and in Christ, we are going to discover uh, times our limitedness, our humanity, uh, our sinfulness. Huh? And what I would say, what I always come back to is the reality of that God is deeply, deeply in love with me in my humanity. I can't go to God without bringing who I am. Uh, that's the sacramental principle, the, the incarnation. God has deeply, deeply entered into our lives, so much so he has taken everything, including our sin, voluntarily upon himself. I just find when I stand before the crucifix, when I look upon Christ, I'm lifted up. And when I get discouraged, and I can, 
because uh, unlike Jesus, who never gives in to the temptation, there's times when all of us really, really struggle. Mm-hmm. And But I have found that when I place myself in the loving presence of the crucified Christ, I, he does lift me up. I see a love. I mean, he took my sins voluntarily. He took all of us. And I would just say to people, get discouraged. We all at times have that. But all the more than ask Jesus to come. His love for you is like in the scriptures. He touches your heart with love. He'll lift you up. That's his promise, not mine. Bishop, I was just gazing upon the crucifix that's here in uh, my rectory uh, just to gain, as you were speaking, as beautiful meditation. So I want to say thank you for that. It's just encouraging me uh, in this. And I would encourage all our parishioners when you're at Stations of the Cross uh, to just rem- you know, be reminded of Jesus' uh, three falls. And in each one of those, um, the Church's wisdom has always put forward uh, encouragement for us as Jesus himself uh, carried the cross to Calvary. Um, Bishop, uh, I would say, you know, one thing I, I would encourage our listeners, and which I've done to all my parishioners, is to listen to more Catholic radio during the season of Lent. Uh, I, I challenge my parishioners, you know, how our, your car has all those buttons for every radio station. Change them to the, the Catholic radio signal and every button. <laughs> and for the season of yes. Lent, uh, you know, grow your knowledge of the faith. You can do that through uh, any of the, the afternoon shows, and, and particularly during drive time in the afternoon, you could listen to Catholic and 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 you could hear from bishops like yourself or other theologians, and then at different times, the rosary, celebration of the Mass, as you go throughout your daily duties, uh, Christ can be that that person who's riding in the car with you um, through the means of Catholic radio. And so for all our listeners, that's a great way of strengthening our faith. You know, Bishop, uh, talking to you, uh, Bishop John Quinn, uh, you know, uh, an Irishman by, by last name, I presume, uh, St. Yes. Patrick, Patrick's Day is this next week, Bishop. Uh, so uh, what kind of encouragement can you give our listeners for celebrating uh, St. Patrick's Day in a holy way? Well, what I'm going to do is uh, our staff here uh, of our diocesan center uh, for our Lenten uh, time together, we are going to go over to La Crosse and we are going to have a day of prayer and recollection at Our Lady of Guadalupe Shrine and have an opportunity to uh, renew in our own lives the great love that uh, Christ has for us, but especially his mother. So we're going to celebrate that, and then in the evening, um, some very dear friends of mine here have invited me over for, for some soda bread, and um, I think cabbage and I'm sure corned beef. Um, so I will celebrate that. And also, it is my 50th anniversary of ordination to the priesthood. Oh, so Bishop, I'll, congratulations. What a, great, what a gift that is. Oh, just so I will celebrate with uh, the people who are my co-workers and who bless me every day with their extraordinary gifts of service to our diocese. Bishop, thank you for your priesthood, uh, your your joyful response to God's love, uh, your teaching, uh, your teaching office as a bishop, but also your own life as a instructor and seminary professor prior to becoming the bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Um, we love you. We're so grateful for your leadership 
and we pray for you. And let's all make a note uh, to our listeners to pray uh, for God's blessing. It's upon Bishop Quinn on his 50th year of ordination uh, this upcoming St. Patrick's Day. Bishop, thanks for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. My pleasure, Father Tim, and keep up the good work. I am very proud of you. May God bless you and bless all of our people who are listening this morning. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, come upon them and remain with them forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Uh, We're going to take a short break here on Real Presence Live, and coming up next, we're going to recap the show and see what's coming up tomorrow on our program. Stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. I try to go to adoration each day, if, if I can make it, at least for an hour or half hour, just to recenter myself, I guess it is. I, I find that I, I get so lazy if I'm at home or in the busyness of life, that that's the one place that I can center myself on Jesus himself, and I need that every day. I'm part of a prayer chain that we have in our parish, too, and I realize just, you know, I think that there's so much going on in my life that I need to pray, pray, pray for, but you find out just how many people need prayer, so that's why my three and a half hours is never enough at adoration either because you just there's so much to pray for and so many to pray for and that's the place to do it this is jolene pribula from saint michael's in monoman minnesota thank you for listening to real presence radio hi this is mark holcraft and this is dr joseph holcraft You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183, of which he only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken, every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central, here on Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith, and I am broadcasting from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, right here on the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. And we've had just a real star-studded program this morning with uh, some real great evangelists in the Catholic faith. Of course, uh, we are beginning the show with Father Jeff Norfolk in the Diocese of Sioux Falls about a day of recollection they have planned on March 22nd at Broomtree Retreat Center. 
you can do that. That has a great, uh, just a nominal fee. It's a full day program beginning at 10 a.m. and ending at 3 p.m. with the celebration of Mass, an opportunity for reconciliation, of course, a great meal, and some conferences on how to say yes to God through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And secondly, we had Abby Johnson with her new book, Fierce Mercy, which is available wherever you purchase Catholic books. And Abby Johnson, of course, the feature of the book Unplanned. This is a follow-up to her first book, and it really describes her experience of God's mercy and her ongoing personal transformation and conversion. Of course, uh, Abby is a tremendous witness to the faith, and we're grateful for her participation Make sure you get yourself a copy of Fierce Mercy, and I do know you will enjoy it. I've been enjoying my copy, uh, which I purchased a digital copy for a Kindle, but you can also get physical copies wherever you buy your Catholic books. Kevin O'Neill and his wife Mary, uh, they have their book, The Catechism of the Seven Sacraments, which is a catechism, a pictorial catechism with all the images created out of Legos, and that is a beautiful uh, and very in-depth teaching of the Catholic faith for children and families, uh, as Kevin gave testimony to. Uh, this book is a great gift for First Communion, for those who are preparing for their first reconciliation. Uh, what a beautiful gift for children and families, for your godson or your goddaughter. Uh, I know they have Legos. What, what should I get them? This book Catechism of the Seven Sacraments is a great book. And again, that is also available wherever you purchase Catholic books. I know in Fargo area, you can get that at Hurley's Religious Goods. You can also get that at the Mustard Seed in Rapid City and Sioux Falls. Uh, the book is widely available and encourage you to support your local Catholic booksellers if you are able. Uh, use online. It's kind of a last resort, um, but we always want to support our local businesses, especially those that are rooted in faith. And lastly, a special thank you to Bishop John Quinn. And uh, I just encourage our listeners to uh, uh, send Bishop Quinn congratulations. His 50th year of anniversary uh, of his ordination to the priesthood is coming up on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. And remember Bishop Quinn in your prayers. He's a great holy shepherd and really rooted in God's truth. And so we're grateful for Bishop Quinn. Uh, his leadership of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and also uh, just being a great friend of Real Presence Radio. Uh, we're going to go to Therese to find out what's going on tomorrow on Real Presence Radio. Yeah, thank you, Father. So on the next Real Presence Live, Tim Mosher will be your host coming to you live from the Fargo studio. Father Shannon Bouquet from Human Life International will join us to discuss turning the culture around. And Father Seth Gogolin from the Diocese of Duluth will be on to talk about the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to hey, you. That sounds awesome, Therese. And again, thank you for uh, just giving us a, a great encouragement. Of course, uh, during the season of Lent, at times uh, we can become uh, overwhelmed. We can uh, six weeks of denying ourselves, but we sometimes we have to really put a change on the narrative. You know, the church asks us uh, just for you know eight days out of the year uh, to really uh, enter into that spirit of fasting and abstaining from flesh meat that would include beef pork or chicken and <laughs> sometimes people think those things all either one of those are acceptable but we do it 
in a spirit of self-denial to grow closer in our relationship with God. So just a reminder and a little plug to stay focused on the mission, which is to be united to God and deny ourselves the things that he gives us as blessings each day. To all our listeners on Real Presence Radio, we want to thank you to our benefactors and supporters. And if anyone ever is interested in underwriting or having uh, your business featured on Real Presence Radio, you can reach out to us here. We're happy to have you be a mission partner with us and proclaiming the truths of the Catholic faith and supporting the glory of God all throughout the upper Midwest. I ask a word of blessing upon all our listeners. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Bow down for the blessing. Father in heaven, we ask that you would pour forth your blessing upon all those listeners as they go throughout their daily lives. Strengthen them with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, that wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, piety, fortitude, fear the Lord, would equip them to live as missionary disciples in God's love. And that in every thought, word, and deed, they would build up the faith and proclaim the goodness of Christ in all they do. And may Almighty God bless you the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. We just need the gospel. I mean, every, every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God.